You are listening to Destiny Pizzas. Today is Wednesday, week 317. It's January 1st, 2020. I did those in reverse. This is the first time it's going to happen this year, and it probably won't be the last. I'm Drew Patel. I'm Mike Steska. And this is Destiny Pizza. Let's get into We Viewed Reviewed. All right. I feel, I'm just going to say this right now. Mm-hmm. I think I watched more than this. Mm-hmm. But that's all you can. But I can't remember. <laughs> It's been a while. Wait, no, no, no. We did record Wednesday last we week. We recorded Wednesday last week, so mm-hmm. I, it's only been a week. Gotcha. It's just been a crazy week, and I think I just watched, I think it's because I watched two shows, mm-hmm. like two seasons. Yeah. But I swear I watched a movie. Huh. You always just put it in there later. Probably. Like, oh, I'll, I'll do that. I'll be like, oh yeah, I did watch that. Let me talk about that now. <laughs> okay. No, secrets are all revealed. <laughs> well, sometimes I forget like yeah. that I watched it, and then I'm like, wait, I did watch that. That happens a lot if we record Sunday morning, and then I'll watch yeah. something Sunday afternoon. Exactly. And then I'll forget about it for a whole week. Yeah. Yeah, that'll happen to me, too. Anyways, let's talk about the movies. Yes. So I saw Zombieland Double Tap. Ten years later. Ten years later from uh, Zombieland. Nope. Does it Extra hold up? Title? It holds up. I think it it goes in companion with the first. One. I think it it hold, it's like as good as the first one. That's which crazy. is crazy because it's been so much time and you're like, oh, they, like they're just putting it together. But I think it actually works. And I was surprised at how like it wasn't like super corny or anything because you you assume it's gonna be like not great. Yeah, because they're trying to like capture that. Yeah, they're trying to redo it. But I think it, that it's the cast is so good. Like the four of them. I think that see that's the crazy. Just the thing. dynamic still works somehow. Is the fact that they got them all together exactly? I think if you didn't have one of them, it would be like weird. But the fact that you have like all four of them back is really what does it. Is because mm-hmm. like that dynamic. Did you know they made like an Amazon show on Zombieland? No, like I don't know if they just did a pilot, but like they did an Amazon show, and they were and they had different actors play those four same characters. I feel like we must have talked. We had to have talked about I this, I think right? we've talked about this. But yeah, there was this Zombieland show on Amazon that they tried to make a show out of it, and it did not go well. <laughs> and it was basically like a... Yeah, it was like really weird. I saw like some clips of it. I'm like, this is really weird. It was a pilot for a TV show. Oh, you want to watch the trailer? Yeah, I watched the trailer. It's so weird. Like they, They're playing the same characters from the movie, but it's totally different actors. Wait, you saw the trailer? I've I've seen clips of it. This is so weird. Yeah. Well, because they used to do those pilots and then you vote on them or whatever. Oh, yeah. So I think it's one of those. Huh. But it's just like... Is it still yeah. there? I don't know. I don't know if they take them off or how they do that. They should. They should, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that makes it look so cheesy and stuff. It's just like, oh my gosh, like... Zombieland really shouldn't work as a movie. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's like crazy that in spite of that, yeah, they still made a sequel. Yeah. So like I I was pretty impressed by the sequel and I think it was uh it was cool to see. And I I'm, it, it made it almost better that you waited like 10 years. Yeah, cuz Cuz be... off immediately it like seems to cuz it Cause is I, I'm assuming it, does... it takes place 10 years later. Yeah, it okay. takes 10 place later and it's there are similar beats to the first one which I feel like sequels fall into. But like it being so much time, I feel like it doesn't it didn't hinder my watching process of it. I was like, oh, okay, like there's some little tiny callbacks. It's kind of cool. Um, so I I really dug it. I think I, I'm glad they made it. Uh, I'd probably give it like a seven out of eight. Nice. Oops. Where did the seven go? Oh, there it is. Okay. You want to talk about your next movie? Yes. And then I saw Togo, which is the Disney Plus movie about uh Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe is uh the like this a uh, sled runner. And I assume the dog's name is Togo. Dog's name is Togo, and it takes place in 1925 in Alaska. It's about uh, one of the dog teams that ran medicine from uh, throughout Alaska to to the kids that were sick in this village. Um, and basically, it was like, uh, it was a big like screw you to like the Balto movie kind of, because like it was oh, all this is like the true story. Yeah, right? so there was. So what happened was there was a real Balto, but he only ran the last leg of the race, not the race, but the last leg of the journey mm-hmm. to, uh, to the village. So what happens, he, he's the one, Balto team is like delivered the actual medicine to the kids. So they said, oh, what's this dog's name? Well, they were like two dogs uh, running that sled and they're like, what's this dog named? Oh, Fo- one of them named Fox, one's named Balto. And they're like. Well, Fox, they're going to think it's an actual fox. So let's just Balto. So Balto got all the headlines and all the, the, like, the all the press and, and got the statue and everything. So like everybody thought like Balto did everything. But then this is like the real story of like. Yeah, because it's like the untold true story is what it's like billed as, right? Yeah. So this is like. So what happened was Togo, like William Defoe's character and that whole sled team, they ran like they their whole journey was like 260 miles. And there were like twenty other dog teams. They don't really touch upon that too much in the this movie, but there were twenty other teams or whatever. They show you that's a, the next movie. A few is like the <laughs> yeah. team be like they this guy got a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be on Peacock. This yeah, where this all fall. these yeah, it's like all these competing companies being like <laughs> our dog was the yeah. real dog. Netflix is gonna have one. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it was like very like because I just know that that Balto movie, which is yeah, totally. I mean, that's our childhood. Exactly. So it's like how dare they should. I was on just it, like. But- it's there were just some like facts. parallels where like there's this little girl that's sick in this one and they it wants to go see Togo where in the other one it was a little girl and he wanted to see Balto is it's just kind of funny but like so all the other dog teams they average only like 30 miles so they literally went like almost 10 times the distance of these other sled dog teams so it was like oh that's really interesting especially like you could see how that would happen like oh they're going to get the they're going to popularized the guy that delivered is the final because yeah. they didn't just it was just easier or whatever so that was a uh, that was interesting but then i also feel bad for because they they say togo is the main guy but there's just a whole dog team but the movie's so focused yeah on the to- movie seems like from i only read the synopsis in the poster yeah and it's like a man's relationship with his one dog yeah 
And that's yeah. that's all the movie is, which I, I was kind of like bummed out. I'm like, but there's a bunch of other dogs on the dog team, and they don't get you they don't, don't get you don't know any of their names. <laughs> you don't get any like his connection is only with Togo. So which, uh, do you think that we should have a sled runner on and be like, do you favor dogs? Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure they do. Probably. They're like, oh yeah, he's my. I, I never get into those people. I don't like them. Like sled, no, sled runners. No. <laughs> like how, do, how many do you know? <laughs> Like, um, like, cause on these hunting shows I watch, mm-hmm. there'll be like guys who have hunting dogs. Yeah, and like they, that's the only purpose of that dog. Yeah, well, that's kind of what this movie was. It was, and that's what like sled running dogs are like. Is like they only have them. Like they don't. Yeah, they're not like the dog you keep in the house and like you play with. Yeah, it's like a dog that stays in a crate in the backyard. Yeah, and you only bring it out. Well, that like, was kind of this whole movie. So I don't know how much of it is is true. Cause like. He, they, that was the, that was the whole movie was all the dogs were just working dogs for him. But Togo. And then Togo was this little, like he was trying to get rid of it a couple times in the movie. Cause it was just like a, it was a crazy, like it, first it was like, what well, was like a run, it was a runt of the litter and it was mm-hmm. like sick. And he's like, this, this dog's like not going to make it. Like why? Like, and if we breed this dog, like it's going to breed that weakness into the more dogs. So he wanted to get rid of it. Do you know how runt of the litters work? No. It's the last dog of the, like, so when you have, like, a litter, mm-hmm. usually, like, you get, like, the strongest dog, and that's the clo- That's the first dog, or, like, the first ovary, I, guess. I don't know how it works, I don't know the right term, mm-hmm. but, so that one gets all the nutrients first. Yeah. And the runt of the litter is the last dog. Oh, out of the litter? So it gets the least amount of nutrients, because all the mm. nutrients, like, went through all the other dogs. So when it's born, it's the runt of the litter, and that's because it was the last one in the dog. In the oh, interesting. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So basically, like it was, it was the smaller dog. But then, like throughout the movie, the dog just it's just like a crazy dog, and is always has so much energy, and is just like a fighter. Basically, mm-hmm. like he's he survived something, so he's kind of just like like he's a fighter, and he wants to keep going. So they that, should have that. What's the guy's name? From Django, you got a lot of sand. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. So basically, like the the dog is so eager that he like basically forces his way onto the dog team, and then he becomes the so head it's like, dog. Yeah, he becomes the head dog. Cause so it's he, like a zero to hero for the dog. Yeah, yeah, and then he begins to like respect the dog so much because he's like, I didn't give this dog a chance, and then. And, like, the dog seems... There's no way this is a true story. No, not 100%. Disney is back at it again with <laughs> not like 100%. their embellishment. Because- Definitely embellishment, because it's, like, set up that way, and it they play it in such a way where the dog, like, he can't help but, like, run... Like, he's always breaking out of his cage and, like, mm-hmm. run... Like, run... He can't help but be active. So it was, like... He was just, um... Always wanting to run, so that's why he was, like, the best dog, I guess, for... But, like, obviously, like, I don't know how much is true. But, obviously, like, the, the journey and all that happened. It's just the characterization of the dogs. But, yeah, it, it, like, I know the movie's about Togo, but I always feel bad for all the other dogs. I'm like, they had to go on this journey, too. Like, why are they not getting any credit? I'm just like, I, I don't know, dude. This, this he's is a, pretty true. Yeah. Based on the Wikipedia article. Okay. Unless someone just read the Wikipedia article <laughs> and what, wrote the a movie. script off of that. But they did, they used that dog to breed a bunch of those dogs, and they were very high- Valued. Well, yeah, offspring of former lead dog, which I'm sure they talk about in the movie. Yeah, very ill as a young puppy. Yeah, ill. Yeah, required intensive nursing mm-hmm. from the guy's wife. 
Yeah, and then she grew a connection to the dog. She never wanted to get rid. Of, she was treating it like a house dog. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a house dog. And then he yeah. one day he jumped through the glass of a closed window and ran several miles back to his original master's kennel. Yeah, because they gave it. They gave it to another person who was going to be a house dog, and they wanted to be a house dog. But it always tried to break out, and then ran through a window and ran back. And to kept the- continued to cause trouble by breaking out of the kennel when the guy took out the team on runs. He would attack the lead dog of uncommon teams as if it were to clear the way for his master. However, one day he attacked a much stockier Malamute, which my friend has, leader, and was mauled and severely injured. When he recovered, Togo stopped attacking other teams' lead dogs. This would eventually prove a valuable early experience as it was difficult to teach a lead dog to keep a wide berth of oncoming teams. When he was eight months old, he proved his worth. Wait, what? All this happened in like the first eight years? Eight, wait, no. Well, the dogs grow pretty quickly. Yeah. Because the dog was like 12 years old at, in 1925 at the time of um, the time of the movie. Like the majority of the movie. Well, the movie starts in the 1925 and then it flashes back to when he was a puppy and stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. So he was he was older at the time. That was a part of it, too. He was, he was like an older, like, we don't know if he can make this journey because he's so old. This is crazy. This is... Yeah, it's a crazy story. What a crazy story. I never had a better dog than Togo. His stamina, loyalty, and intelligence could not be approved upon. Togo was the best dog that ever traveled the Alaska Trail. That's what the dude said in, when he was really old. Yeah. In 1960. So it's like... Crazy. 30 years wow. after this dog died, he's like, I, that was the best dog I I'm like, how had. old was he in 1925? Because like, Willem Dafoe is super old. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way he was... That's the crazy thing. They got him to play Vincent Van Gogh, who died when he was like 27. <laughs> yeah. That was last year they got him to play that. And then <laughs> now he's playing this guy. So. Yeah, he's playing all these younger characters. <laughs> and people are just like, it works. <laughs> like, I guess. <laughs> Many mushers today consider Balto to be the backup dog. I bet you so many people were pissed at that Balto animated movie. They're like, what the hell? Yeah. But that movie was crazy anyway, because he was like half a wolf. <laughs> well, they appeared in a Lucky Strike cigarette campaign. Ba- uh, Togo? Yeah. And the dude. Hmm. They went on tour from Seattle, Washington, the to like California the real hero. in 1920s. Uh, drew large crowds at stadiums and department stores and even appeared in a Lucky Strike cigarette campaign. I'm sure that's not in the movie. <laughs> no. In New York City? Seppala drove his team from the steps of City Hall along 5th Avenue and made a pass through Central Park. The team appeared multiple times at Madison Square Garden, which was being managed by Tom Rickard, formerly of Nome, where Togo was awarded a gold medal by Ronald Amundsen. And this is where, like, the weird stuff comes in, where it's like, I don't know if you should mention this. (laughs) Yeah. In New England, they competed in several dog sled races against local Chinooks. And won by huge margins because white people are superior to the locals. <laughs> That's what it seems like. That's how it comes off to me. Um, he sold off most of his team to a local kennel. Um, in tw- 1928, these people published the book Togo's Fireside Reflections. This now rare book has attained legendary status among Alaska dog mushers. It is every musher's dream to own a copy signed by Seppala. And the musher's holy grail is to find a copy signed by both Seppala and Togo. Seppala inked Togo's paw and helped Togo sign some of the books. Um, He retired in Maine 
where he was euthanized on December 5th, 1929 at 16 years old. Uh, the headline in the New York Sun-Times the next day was Dog Hero Rides to His Death. And he was eulogized in many other papers after his death. Seppla had him custom-mounted, which is kind of creepy. The mounted skin was on display at the Shelburne Museum in Shelburne, Vermont. Alaskan students started a letter campaign to return Togo to Alaska. Today, the mounted skin is on display in a glass case at the Iditarod Trail Sled Dog Race Headquarters Museum in Wasilla, Washington, or Alaska. And the Peabody Museum of Natural History at Yale University has his skeleton in their collection. Um, in 1937, in the 1937 novel, The Whispering Statue, which was a Nancy Drew book, um, she named a stray terrier after Togo, and the dog appears in many of Nancy Drew's novels. So. Interesting. You want to know about the guy? How old he was? Let's see. 1925, he was born. They don't say. 1877. So. He was 48 when he did the run. He does look like Willem Dafoe. Yeah. That, I guess that weather is not very good on his <laughs> skin. Um, but Willem Dafoe, how old do you think he is? Right now? Yeah. Let's see, like 71? 64. 64. How dare you, sir? <laughs> I feel like he's looked old, as old for so long. Yeah. That I'm like, I don't know how he could be any age. Yeah, pretty much since he was Norman Osborn. Yeah, I'm like, he's he looks the, the same. same. Yeah. I would say even back to Boondock Saints, which was Me 20 years ago. Yeah. Look, you just have that same face. So 44 to 64, <laughs> the man has an age today. <laughs> very true. Unfortunately. Fortunately, he's just been old forever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a crazy story. Was yeah, it a good movie? Pretty nuts. Yes, it was a good movie. I'd probably get a six out of eight. It's a like a very beautiful movie too. Just see Alaska. I don't know where they filmed that. Or if it was all CGI. Would you know. ever go up there? Yeah, I'd check out Alaska. Seems kinda cool. Seems cool. Yeah. Cold up there, but I heard there's like a lot of nothing. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of nothing. Would you ever do It'd this? be cool to Dog go on like the pe like the Peace and quiet, that would be nice. What if it was one of those times you go there and it's like 30 days a night? <laughs> oh, that'd be depressing. Or 30 I wouldn't want to go sun, there. Yeah, I'd have to like, pick the right time of year. You're just like, why won't the sun set? Yeah. I don't know how long I could stay there, but like, it'd be interesting to see, for sure. I'd be interested in like 30 days, well, not 30 days a night, like maybe like five days a night. Yeah. And five days of sun. That'd be, that'd be kind of cool. See the drastic difference. Yeah, and be like, this is hell. <laughs> this is wrong. <laughs> Shouldn't be like this. Um, I watched Jojo Rabbit, directed by one Taika Waititi, um, starring some child, <laughs> and also has Sam Rockwell, and Scarlett Johansson, and Alfie Allen is in it a little bit, and Rebel Wilson, and Taika Waititi is also in it, plays Hitler. It's about a little boy who's in the Hitler Youth, whose imaginary friend is Hitler, only to find out a secret. That makes him question his faith to the Nazi ideology. Um, that really good movie. Didn't know what I was getting myself into. 
really makes me question my thoughts on Nazis. Whoa. That, that sounds like a bad thing. And I'm like, this one Nazi, he's not that bad. <laughs> Before I thought all Nazis are bad. Whoa. Okay. And I'm like, oh, Nazis can change too. Interesting. Interesting. I guess American away. History X also gave me that takeaway. I'm like, oh, Nazis cannot be Nazis all, all the time. That's true. Like, maybe we should just train them to not be Nazis. It's just like, how many people stop being Nazis? How many people does that actually happen to? I know. Because people cool. turned in, not, they're not, they don't start out as Nazis, but they're turned into them. But I feel like. How many of them were Nazis and or How many more? Yeah. That's, that Pope. That'd be interesting. That one Pope? I think he was a Nazi. <laughs> he was a Hitler Youth. Yeah, but like everyone was a Hitler Youth. Yeah. See, that's the thing. This guy's Hitler Youth, but he's like, I love. Well, I shouldn't say it. I don't want to take it out of context. <laughs> but he. He does. Well, yeah, because it's called indoctrination. No, but he's like, loves Nazis. He loves Hitler. Yeah. In the movie. Interesting. Very good. I need to see this, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I give it eight out of eight. It's very. It's a great movie. I hope it wins something. What's about TV? Yes. Uh, I watched The End of Mr. Robot season four. The series finale? Series finale. Uh, Great show. Loved it. Season four was like, I think, my favorite season. Really great show. Mm -hmm. It's all. And like. The fact that the, like the creator of the show, I think I've read something. He directed every episode since, like after season two or whatever. And he's got like this unique style where every episode, like especially this season, every episode was so different from the last episode. Like there's one episode where it's like there's maybe like two words of dialogue the whole episode. There's like one episode where it's like it's almost Only like a dialogue. It's like a stage play. It's like huh. a five act structure. Stage play, but like they're hour long episodes, right? 45 to 50, yeah, 50 minute, but yeah, so it's it's just unique. And he's like, it doesn't, it almost doesn't look like like the cinematography is like pretty unique. It doesn't like seem like TV in a way, it's kind of just like more cinema. Like they got a lot of like wide angle shots and like the like the characters walking through scenes. It's like very interesting what they do with that show, and it like. It messes with your mind because there's just because the the narrator is like an unreliable narrator. Yeah, there's a lot of trippy stuff going on. Um, but yeah, because it got like season one was good, and then but season two got like that's it got a little wonky and it wasn't like that great. But three and four were pretty good. Four was really good because they kind of it's one of those shows where like now that you know the end, they really like he really had a plan from the beginning. Because I think he originally pitched it as a movie, mm-hmm. and then but he like he knew how it was going to end from the beginning. So there's like all these seeds in there that you can go back to now. And you're like, oh man, like this guy is just so smart, and I feel like this show like it's like super well thought out. Yeah, and I'm just like, this is crazy. Like n- nobody treats TV like this really. Like some people do. Like I think Breaking Bad was pretty was thought out, like at least beginning and end mm-hmm. and stuff, and they were able to seed stuff through. Um, but yeah, there's, there's so many, there's like so many scenes that are like callbacks to things and like a lot of the time you're confused, but, but by the end, I think it was very, very satisfying ending. They did a really good job on that show. And I, I'm always impressed by shows that are like, 
it was decently popular, but I think a lot of people like dropped off and stopped watching it. But they st- he still put so much effort into it. That's always impressive to me. Like these guys who just don't like let it go and give up. And yeah. there's other shows that weren't planned but became popular. It's like Lost is always like the famous one. It's like it was so popular, but they had no idea at the end what to do. Where it's like, oh, it's impressive that he was able to keep this going and be like, okay, now no, I'll do this. And I got this whole idea about it. So I, I definitely think this show's worth the watch. But yeah, season two, that's where a lot of people like lost it because it wasn't <laughs> there. It just it wasn't, wasn't as, as good. good. It was just wasn't as good and up to the standard. It's kind of like, oh, this, this isn't as, as cool as the first season. And then like also the show kind of misleads you because it's not real. Like there's a lot of hacking in the show, but it's more about this guy's mind mm-hmm. and like his journey through all of it and why he's doing what he's doing. And, how everything comes to be and it's more about the questioning of that than it really is about the hacking the hacking so it's like it kind of missed like because i saw the i think i watched the first episode originally and like i was i didn't get into the show mm-hmm. after that for episode because i like is this what the show is but then it kind of it kind of changes and evolves so it's very very good watch i watched uh letter kenny the new season came out christmas i think so mm-hmm and, um, I mean, it's eight episodes, eight, 20, 20 ish, 30 minute episodes. Um, and the cool thing about this show is this is season eight. Season seven came out like two months ago. Oh, really? So, so they must have filmed it like they very much like filmed it like back to back. Yeah. And I think they filmed like the next season already. Oh, wow. So. I'm stoked because as a fan of a TV show, yeah. this is what you want. Especially yeah, because the traditional release schedule is like, especially the binge model. It's like painful. You're just like, oh my gosh, like I'm not going to get another season for a year. Yeah, we're experiencing that with The Mandalorian right now. Yeah, and that was week to week and you're still like, ah, oh, it's still like a year though. <laughs> I know, like those last 10 days that we got to wait for the last episode was painful. Yeah. Enough. The whole next year, you're going to wonder what's going to happen, but um. With this show, it's great because like they kind of left off season seven a quite a cliffhanger, so it's a lot of like dealing with that. And I don't. There's just something about the show. I don't really know what I like how to put my finger on it. I need you to watch the show. I've seen you've seen like like a little bit. Yeah, seen a little bit. Yeah, but it's just like as a show. As it goes on, it's just really, really solid show, and there's like some really great visuals. Yeah, it's pretty weird. It's weird because it's like a lighthearted comedy kind of, but mm-hmm. then like it goes into like these like deep dives kind of. Yeah. So great, cool. Really dug it. Um, let's talk about you. Season two. Season two of You on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a hot claim right now. All right. Hot take. I think season two is better than season one. I don't think that's that hot a take. That's I think so that might insane. be true. But season one, I thought, was so good. Yeah. No, I agree. This is a show that did not have a sophomore slump. Yeah. I think season two was good because it evolves into... Like, it's a totally different cast. Yeah. And it's a totally different location. And I feel like most of the time, season two, 
they try to recreate season one almost, and like and they didn't, and do they didn't, that. they didn't really do that, and like it makes up for the fact that like season one, the first time you watch it, you're like, what the hell is the show? This time you're more prepared, but even in that- but even being more prepared, the show does such a good do- job of like still putting you in, like you always feel. Even as you're watching the season, you're like, oh, I'm in this comfortable spot. And, and then, and then it, always something crazy happens, but it treats it like it's not that crazy. And then it's crazy. <laughs> this show, I think this show did what Dexter tried to do the whole show mm-hmm. was make you really feel bad for. And I mean, Dexter, he's doing it right. Yeah. Where this guy is like extremely selfish motives. Yeah. Yeah, it's a completely but different motive. It's start, a different code, yeah. You start feeling for him where you're like, he's not that bad of a guy, <laughs> is what you're saying, like halfway into season two, and you start feeling for him. Yeah. Only to remember you're like, oh, this guy's a psychopath. Like yeah. he's also a very unreliable narrator. Yeah, yeah. He's also and his perspective is very his warped. perspective is extremely <laughs> warped. And yeah, I don't know, it was just so good. I was, I liked all the a lot of the new characters too. I yeah. thought like that was a stronger point. Whereas season one, there weren't that. Well, yeah. I think there were more characters in this. Yeah, than there were. But they in did season a better one. job of like sprinkling them through. Yes, yes. Where this, I feel like they kind of got bogged down at points, and there were like in season one, there were kind of parts where they went away from a lot of things. Well, they did that here. too. They did do that here. Too. Where like her friends, you don't see him for like four episodes in a row that's true i'm really curious to see where the show goes well i guess because season one two took place over a longer period of time yeah this one seemed more condensed and crunched and And season there was a more tension i guess because of that because it's yeah they knew there was more running clock in this too running clock season two you're literally (laughs) literally yeah (laughs) you're just like oh my gosh (laughs) like what what's going on so uh, it makes me want to watch season one and two back to back. Yeah, yeah, because I because it's been a little while since I've seen season one, so I'm I'm curious how it feels, how how different or how similar the the, the seasons feel. Yeah, because it felt pretty different to me, but I don't 100 percent remember the feeling of season one. Yeah, it's just so crazy. Yeah, it's, it's a great show. It's like it's shocking to me, but. Well, it's so weird. It shouldn't. So it much. shouldn't be this good. It shouldn't be good. I feel like it's underappreciated. Yeah, it's a show you could easily show the show to someone, show it to them for thirty minutes, and you're like, "Why do you like this show so yeah. much?" But then you, no, you don't. Just keep watching just and keep watching watch more. Those bonkers. And then it'll seep into your mind. You're like, "I love the show." Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's how to sell it. Because I don't. Yeah, there's some it's, really it's good characters this season. Yeah. Like Ellie is a great character. Yeah. Henderson, Forty, Love, all great characters. Yeah, I feel like they pre- they knock it out of the park. Like none of them seem I'm too annoying. I'm curious to see what happens in the next season. Yeah, because I was wondering if since last season, first season was Lifetime, mm-hmm. and then Netflix bought it. Yeah. And then season two was all Netflix. Yeah. I was curious to see if season three or if season two was gonna like go more R rated mm-hmm. than season one. I but I don't think, think it did. did. I don't think so. I think it was pretty much the same show. I think season one was still pretty fine, like shockingly. Yeah. 
for like like saying no, that they left, might have more sex or more language, but I don't think there was. I don't think there was. There may have been even less. Oh, I feel like maybe more violent. I don't know because they had a lot of violence. Like it's hard to tell. But, but I don't. I don't think it was much different. Yeah. If it was Lifetime compared to Netflix. Man, I kind of regret watching it so fast. Ah, yeah. Now it's like. Um, myself it's out. It's gone, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's an even crazier experience to binge watch it, because you're just like... I think it trips you up even yeah. more. You're just like, what the hell? I think I did five oh, and man. five when I watched it. Mm-hmm. But, man, I... It was bonkers. They did a really good job. Because at points, sometimes, season one felt like Trapped in the Closet by R. Kelly. Yeah. Where you're like, this is just getting crazier and crazier. Yeah. This one seemed more, like, real. Yeah, I kind of thought their pacing was better in the sense that, like, I felt like it it crescendoed the last couple episodes where, like, what, like that, where the other one, I feel like it, it like, it, re- it kind of reached its peak more. Like in episode nine. Yeah, earlier. Where this, where I this feel like it like peaks towards 10. the end. Yeah, you're like, and you're like, what the hell's going to happen? And, and all that. Whereas the other one, I feel like once something happens, you're like, there's still a lot of the show left. But like, Which you can't get any crazier than that. The show amps up so fast. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, like, it just keeps getting crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, he kills his first person, like, relatively early in the episode in the season yeah season two yeah so pretty gnarly very much so um this guy i met once or twice i don't know his girlfriend was in the show Mm -hmm. was in this show yeah and i was like i wonder if she's gonna get killed or not (laughs) the whole time yeah crazy do you think if you're casting a show like this you'd be like if, like, because assuming you get cast in at season three now, yeah, you're like, you're for sure gonna kill me off, or like, you, no. you want to be a killed person. I think you, you want to be a killed person. I think so, yeah. I don't think so. I think you want to die in the I want to collect that paper as long as I can. <laughs> Give me your, th- you're assuming you're gonna continue this season, season just because you're in the show, yeah. Like, um, in season one, like his friend at the bookshop, yeah, he doesn't die the whole show, he's in almost every episode, I think, yeah, but he's not in season two. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You don't. You're, you're saying you want to collect the paycheck and be on the show. But yeah, but like I'm saying, I don't want to be the guy back. who dies in like episode two of the season. Yeah, but what if you're a guy who just shows up in season one episode and then you're? What I want to be is I want to be like one I'm... of your Bex character. Yeah, because she's in two seasons. <laughs> that's true. You just she gets to show up. Her and Candace are the... That's what... That, but you have to die to do that. That's what I'm saying. You can haunt people. Yeah, but I don't think... I think it's only like you have to love him. Or he has to love you. Like you don't know what's going to haunt him. That's true. You, you could... Something totally different could happen next season. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. We'll see. Find out. You'll see. But sorry, they're doing a season three, right? I, I think he's I, I two su- more books. I assume they're doing a season three just because, like, I guess they probably haven't announced it yet. But I'm pretty sure this do- this show's doing pretty well.
doesn't say. Probably haven't confirmed yet. But they renew other shows before they get released. Yeah, but sometimes they wait. Because this was the first season that they... Um... I received mixed reviews. Really? It's not what I see on the internet. Hmm. Yeah, because I think the books, I think the author only wrote two books, but she said she's not writing four. Was this based one of the books? This is book two. Okay, so this is real, like something based upon. Yeah. Okay. Hidden bodies. Because I almost thought the first season was, but then this one they had to make up something (laughs) more themselves. I think she has a, oh, she has a third book, Providence. Um, let's see. Okay, Providence came out. Yeah, so she's currently working on the third and fourth season of You. So she's working on it. I'm very curious to see what happens with this. Let's talk about the Mandalorian. Yes, season finale. Season finale. It's already come and gone. What's? How do you watch the show? Like, what do you? What time do you watch it? Well, I've watched it different times. See, I always wake up as early as possible. I try. Well. I was trying to stay up till midnight to watch it, but I fell asleep. <laughs> so then I watched it in the morning. <laughs> welcome to well, now you're thirty, but yeah, welcome to adulthood. So, but I was planning to stay up to watch it. Uh, like the one before on the Wednesday, that one I watched at midnight. Okay, I woke up at. What was it? oh, is I had work that day. I woke up early. Yeah, watched it. Tried to go back to... I couldn't go back to sleep after that ending. Yeah. And ended up having, like, the longest day of my life because <laughs> I woke up at, like, 3.30 to watch it. Yeah. See, I just wake up and I'll usually, like... if I, I'll watch it even at work if I have time. There you go. Be like, I gotta fit this in here. I, I'm watching The Mandalorian, man. Yeah. That's the one show I'm like, I, I'm gonna watch this as soon as possible. I'm like, I feel like I gotta stay off the internet if I don't. I'm like, I, yeah. I gotta watch this. Um. So, yeah. I watched it before work. Mm-hmm. On Friday morning, at like five thirty, I think I woke up. Like I will try to, I won't set an alarm or anything, but I'll try to wake up early. And then I watched it. I was pumped because I was like, "This is such a good episode." Yeah, I love how like, like the last three episodes are like my favorite episodes. I feel like they did a really good job of like backloading like some of the best episodes. I think. Yeah, it was like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah, I mean, it was. Such a solid season. Yeah. Overall, it was... Uh, really surprising. Like Really impressive. Nowadays, it's hard, especially with... I don't know if it's because we're looking at like the directors and stuff, the fact that it's so many different directors. Yeah. But, yeah, it's great. Yeah, they just, they just know what they're going for, and they're going for it. It's not what... And they're nailing it. Yeah. 
they're doing what they want to do, and I appreciate and that. What, Don't do what I want you to do. Yeah. <laughs> do what you want to do, and I'm enjoying what you're doing, because it's... That's Star Wars. Like, yeah. So it's it's like, I can't predict... I like that I couldn't didn't know what they were doing episode to episode. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we're going here. It's like, oh, like we're just... Oh, this person's back. We're traveling around the, the Star Wars universe, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what you want for this show, is like, I want to live and breathe... Star Wars. Star Wars, and these characters, and like, I don't need to... I don't need to be able to predict mm-hmm. like, oh, you're putting this crew together and that's the whole season. You're going to hang out with the same exact people. So I, I, I like what they've done and yeah, what, what they do next. Like no one can really tell me what the next season, like at season two episode one, what that's going to be exactly. Yeah. So it's a, it's, it's, it's exciting to watch a show week to week that you don't know what's going to happen week to week. Cause other shows are formulaic in a way where you're like, Probably do this. Well, that's what I'm worried about probably with season two. That's what uh, you see a lot in season one to season two. Exactly. That's why they follow they, beat by beat. But this seems like it won't in the nature of the show. Yeah, I assume it won't. I assume they'll go back to like adventure of the week and then have that slow plot. Like, I, yeah. it's not a show about discovering everything about Baby Yoda and what they're doing. I think you get nuggets. Yeah. But I really don't think it's that show, but some people think it should be that show, maybe. But I kind of like what they're doing. Yeah. And if they find if they wanted to make it that show, I trust them to do that too. I just there's a lot of questions, but I'm having I'm having a fun time just just hanging out, just hanging out there. So like I mean, I could watch them do whatever <laughs> whatever they're doing. It's it's pretty cool to me. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, um, I'm so glad they made the show. I'm glad this was a launch title. Yeah. I'm glad they knew kind of what they had, and they they were making season two before season one. Because sometimes, well, I think he was writing. He was writing like he announced was, that he was writing it before it came before out. Before it was that, and I think before it was like officially greenlit. Yeah, so that that was cool. But like you, especially with Star Wars, nothing's guaranteed. It's yeah. like they don't. They may have been like hesitant because they're like, let's well, see. Because like, of all the Last Jedi stuff, they're like, we don't know Last how Jedi and Solo. Yeah. They're like Star Wars. Like, let's like, make. We sh- can't trust a Howard on a project. <laughs> yeah, they're like, and you and got you like, have one. <laughs> you got one to direct. We did that too. That didn't go out so great. Yeah. So, like, on their side, I could see them going like, "Let's make sure we have a hit on our hands." But no, they're like, "We believe in this," and like, obviously, it's uh, paid off for them that they're making the season two because other shows like. Kenobi's not designed for a season two. That's going to be... Well, we don't know how long we, he's going to be. True, we don't know, but I assume it's not designed for a season. Maybe it has the possibility, but I assume it's not... Like, I assume it's more like a movie. Like, I assume it's more like the Marvel shows. Yeah. Because it's going to be the same director the whole time, I believe, unless she's just a showrunner. I'm not sure if that's 100% confirmed, but I, I think it's more like a movie. But, yeah, there's different stuff like that where The Mandalorian is a show because it's not directly to connect, it doesn't affect anything. Where I feel like the Kenobi show obviously affects things because you're in the canon of Skywalkers mm-hmm. again. And you're, yeah. once you're in that, you're, once you're bogged down in that world, I feel like you, it's a lot more like, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is like precious or like more, you, you can only do so many things. Yeah. Because you can't make Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan can't die. That's true. Because we know, so there's like so many, Mandalorian, you could kill the Mandalorian. It could happen. No, no. Probably won't. <laughs> But could, and like there's, you definitely kill any of those characters, and we're like, well, we don't see them 
in like like Last Jedi or Force Awakens or any of that. So like, you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, so that that's what I find exciting is uh, the unknown. It's like the Rogue One of it all. Yeah, it's like well that one you're more assuming they're gonna die, I guess. But at the time but they weren't. Yeah, they Disney weren't. Wasn't. They, yeah. So yeah, because they signed them on a two picture deal, didn't they? Like, yeah. so that's a uh, that's always interesting. So, yeah, I love the Mandalorian. <laughs> How many people do you think are going to get mudhorn tattoos? A lot of people, probably. But I don't. I don't know if like there'll be more Baby Yoda tattoos. Definitely, hundred percent. I think that's like Eclipse. I'm close. <laughs> yeah, that's the weird thing about the show to me. It's Full like, back, Baby Yoda sipping yeah. some tea. Because I'd be fine with the Mandalorian show without Baby Yoda. But like, I guess the baby is like ninety percent of people won't be now. Exactly ninety nine. Now say. it's impossible. Like that, you kill off baby Yoda, people are yeah. done with the show. That's what like was crazy to me. Like I did not expect that at all from the sh- like I thought the show. I really did think it was it is what it is. But the baby Yoda thing like still throws me for a loop. I'm like that's crazy. Like that but they did that. It was a smart move because you needed something to like. You needed to anchor you. you to, why is he him. good? Yeah. Like why is he or why do you like him? Because we don't. Because he's just a he's just like he's a, just a bounty hunter. Yeah. So you didn't. Yeah. We. Needed, I just never thought about that before. I was yeah. like, eh, I, I, we could see like a really dark character. Like, yeah, I'll, we're I'll like uh, we live in a world where the Joker exists. <laughs> exactly. So they're doing these characters anyway. So. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about our discussion. Do you rate Christmas movies separate than most movies? I think we both have the same answer. Yes, where it's like, definitely do. Yeah, definitely. I don't think there's but a way not to. Then, would you say, is there a world where you would put a Christmas movie in your top ten movies of all time list? Of all time? Of all time. Ooh. As of now, probably not off the top of my head thinking about it. It's, it's tough because it's like, what do you consider? Like At the end of the day, what do you consider a Christmas movie? That's all. Yeah, that's also true. Like, is Home Alone? Like, that's I true. don't consider Home Alone exclusively a Christmas movie. That's pretty much a Christmas movie, though. Is it though? That's it's really heavily involved in the, in the plot. I was thinking more like a movie like Die Hard, which I consider a Christmas movie, but like I could see that movie more making my top movies than that Home Alone. More, yeah, than more explicitly. What about Scrooged? Now Scrooge, blatantly Christmas movie. Yeah. Would. What do you think? About I've never that? seen Scrooge. What? <laughs> I've never seen Scrooge. The whole thing. Holy crap! <laughs> that was my one argument. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen the whole thing. I've seen parts of it, but. That's like the best <laughs> Christmas the movie. Thing. I hear good things. I just haven't seen it. Why? I don't know. I just never watched it. It's a fun one. I hear good things. <laughs> I just never seen it. Um. Well, yeah, but there's not like a lot of Christmas movies when I think of my favorite movies. What about like Gremlins? I've never seen that whole thing either. You just hate Christmas? No, I watched like Die Hard and you just watched like Die Hard over and over and Jingle All the Way, Santa Claus. It's my go-to's. I never watched like Gremlins. Christmas Story. I rewatched Christmas Story this year. Oh yeah. I didn't watch There's this a whole year. scene that I don't think they show on TBS. Really? Because I, I don't watch it on TBS. I yeah. watch it without commercials. I bought it on Apple. Yeah. What's the scene? There's a scene where the mom breaks the lamp. Yeah. And the it looks like the dad is about to punch her. Oh, wow. He gets so angry. I can't remember what's on TBS and what's not. 
there's definitely parts of that movie when you watch it not on TBS that you're like, I think they edited it Probably. out. I think so too. It's always which weird. Which is weird because they show it for 24 hours. Yeah. Just run the whole thing. Well, it's like there's this scene in the Santa Claus where they go to Denny's and and he makes a line. He's like, oh, it's Denny's. It's an American institution. And they have a bunch of like Japanese businessmen or something yeah. talking. And they always edit that part out on TV. Did you hear about they uh, never show Home Alone 2 in Canada? They edited oh, they out, edited out Trump. Trump. Yeah. And Fox News lost their shit. <laughs> yeah. As they do. Of course. It's a yeah. weird thing to do, though. <laughs> I feel. Yeah. I feel it's strange. It's like. Yeah. I don't think it really I does see it anything. Now. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. I'm tempted to. I don't think it really does anything. He just makes a tiny cameo. I don't know. To me, that's weird. But is there a world where like something horrible comes out about a certain celebrity, and we get revised movies where? I think that's just weird, though. They added them out. If you have it like, un- like what if it's like a like the unusual suspects, if you the usual suspects, and then Kevin Spacey's like out of it. That just seems odd. Well, I mean, he's the star of the movie. I, yeah. If there was like a... I'm like trying to think, has that happened? Bill Cosby? You don't see Lil Bill on Nickelodeon anymore? <laughs> yeah. I think they just stopped showing it. They don't like edit it, though. <laughs> that's weird. Like, that's, that's, that's the not thing. Str- like, it's like, if Donald Trump wasn't the president, yeah. he would still be a horrible person. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. It's no so different. So I guess it makes you should... sense to edit it out. No, we're like it's, cool. poli- it's politicized now. Where yeah. I'm like, I don't agree with. But editing at the it, end though. of the day, he's a whore. well. I don't agree with editing any movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, show it in its entirety yeah. unedited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we were watching Harry Potter on TV, and I was mm-hmm. like, I own Harry Potter on Apple. Yeah, let's just watch it on the Apple. TV. We don't have to watch any commercials. Mm-hmm. We don't have to watch it edited weird. Yeah. We can watch the extended edition if we want mm-hmm. to waste another hour, which is very forgettable. Yeah. That's the and thing. They, they, they do all these little things in these edits on the TV that you don't even know or yeah. realize unless you know the movie so I will so say, well. the third time I watched Star Wars, I thought it was different. <laughs> in the theaters? Yeah. Really? I was like, what? I think they changed the dialogue a little bit. No. Because there's a, a line where Finn talks to that rebel girl mm-hmm. on the ship, on the Star Destroyer. Yes. And I never heard it before, hmm. but he's like, not bad for a first like first ride or something like that. And she's like, well, you had a good teacher. Oh, and I was like, oh, I, don't, I don't remember that. I don't remember that line. And then Wedge and Tilly's, mm-hmm. when he's like, I thought he said, good flying, Lando. <laughs> yeah. But this time I heard, let's fly, Lando. <laughs> I don't and remember. I Googled it, and it's only let's fly, Lando. Yeah, so. I think he just misheard it, probably. Well, the first time you saw it, there probably a lot of cheering. Yeah. Well, the first time I saw it, I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I seeing? <laughs> oh, that's Wedge and Chili. <laughs> and it's an old guy. Time, he must be from the old movies. I'm like, Mike, it's Wedge and <laughs> 
You're like, there's John Williams. <laughs> and then the third time, to- yeah, I'm like, it's John Williams. Because I saw that the first time. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Because <laughs> this they, old man. They do these cameos in The Rise of Skywalker where you're like, I know this is someone I'm supposed it to appreciate. To Why else would they show it like this? <laughs> yes. Really strange shots to, to include in the movie if this person is of no significance, mm-hmm. either to the story of to some <laughs> historical value. And you find out, and I'm like, oh, that's what it's that guy. That's what John Williams looks like. <laughs> hilarious. So, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it turns out I was wrong. It is Let's Fly Lando. Gotcha. I don't. That sounds more right. But the other conversation, I don't remember that. But there's a lot in that movie that's happening. Yeah, like it's hard to watch your first time and remember everything. Yeah, maybe that's what it is too. Yeah. Let's fly, Lando. <laughs> Super weird. <laughs> oh, and he refers to like there's a there's like an Admiral Akbar esque his son. Character. It's his son. Yeah, and, and that's voiced po- by Chris Terrio. Who's that? He's a co-writer of the movie. Oh, um, Poe refers to him as Junior. Oh. It's like, what is that? Like, because the third time, by the third time, I was like, <laughs> let's focus on the, the not primary conversation, yes. like the background conversations. Smart. And, wow. You, <laughs> there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in that movie. <laughs> Very predictable mm-hmm. by the third time you watch it, though. You know exactly oh, what's yeah. going to happen beat by beat. Mm-hmm. I would think so. Watching it three in less than a week. Yeah, I was like, holy crap, Darth Vader is Luke's father. <laughs> like, I got it this time. That's, and, and then, that's always the weird one to me, though, because I'm like, he's really hung up on it. It's like, Dad? Yeah, because he thought he was you? dead. He loved his father. He was like, I want to be a Jedi. on the that's, Millennium Falcon? Yeah. You're still talking. No! <laughs> Yeah, you, it, that's a lot of that movie. It's like, the reason he's a Jedi is because his dad's a Jedi. Wait, okay. And that's, I was thinking about that the other day, too. So, New Hope. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan's like, I fought with your father. In the Clone Wars. In the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. They put huge significance on something that's never happened, that you never see on screen. Yeah, you see them in the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. Oh, like yet or like ever? Ever? What do you mean? Ever. Attack of the Clones, you see it. You see the beginning of the no, war. No, the Revenge of the Sith, you're seeing them fight together in the Clone Wars. They're trying to rescue Palpatine. Oh, They fight okay, Dooku yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah they fight Dooku twice. I always merge <laughs> That's the, the Clone two Wars. <laughs> Those are both Clone Wars. Yeah. I merge the beginning of Return of or Revenge of the Sith and end of Attack of the Clones. I merge it into one movie. Yeah. Like, I forget That's General still Grievous. the Clone Wars, yeah. The General Grievous fight, yeah, that's not with Anakin. Is in Attack of the Clone or Re- Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, I fought with their father on the Clone Walls. Then Empire. Uh huh. Luke says, "He's like, you don't know." And Darth Vader's like, "You don't know about your father." He's like, "Yeah, I know. You're my father. You killed him." Right or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He said? says he says I. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. And the original line in the script is, "No, I killed your father." <laughs> That's where I'm hung up. I don't get it. 
I think it's a fake story. That story by James Earl Jones and Mark Hamill? Yeah. Doesn't sound real. I feel like they just make stuff. Because if you, well, if you hear George Lucas, he makes up a lot of stuff. Yeah. He claims that everything was planned from the beginning when it, it's, it's proven not to be. And he says a lot. Oh, of, no. Oh, yeah. Obi-Wan killed your oh, father. Oh, no, Luke. Obi-Wan See, killed your father. Yeah. That would have been freaking great. Obi-Wan killed this one. That would be, oh, that would be good. To, how would the different movies be so, be different? Oh, the movies would be so different. But it's like, you know that teacher that you thought you had? Yeah. He killed him. He's, oh, he may have turned to the dark side if he said, if he said Obi-Wan killed your father. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize that was going to be the line. Is that stronger? To, is that more convincing to join the dark side or his father being alive in the dark side? More convincing. This That's a good point. I, I know. I was really thinking. Seen. I was really thinking hard about that. I think it's his, still his father being alive and on the dark side is the uh, stronger. Yeah, because he's like, because you still get the Obi Wan lied to me part. So you're like, that's still bad. Yeah, but it's a softer lie. It's a lie to yeah. protect him. Well, well, okay. Where, if you do it this way, if Obi Wan killed your father, it seems like he was being manipulated. Um. Yeah, and Darth Vader tried to save him or something. Yeah, maybe that's more compelling because, like, no, no, I you don't understand. Like, I was trying to help Anakin, but Obi Wan killed him. Like, that's the other. But thing. I don't know if Anakin still went to the dark side in that scenario, or like, what I need to know the story of behind Obi Wan killing, or did Obi Wan go evil, or like what happened? Yeah, I'm very curious. That would be alternate great, so alternate reality. Um, that's a huge twist too. <laughs> yeah. What, but, didn't they announce that? Didn't that spoiler get leaked or something though? What? Like I think before Empire, like I think there were leaks on that part on the fake, fake reveal. No, it was the actor who was Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. He did some convention or something between New Hope and, and Empire, Empire mm-hmm. and he said in the to the audience, he's like, "Yeah, it might be crazy." Like he's like, "I don't know what's happening in the next movie." maybe i'm his father or something he said that yeah but that was what it was yeah he predicted the movie oh weird before that's crazy oh i heard just heard about that a few weeks because like if that happened nowadays people would be retroactively like pissed because they'd be like he spoiled this and he's like there's a youtube video that's two years old Mm -hmm. that's like um i shouldn't say it it's a spoiler for the movie yeah but it just, it got really popular after yeah, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, but I think there's a lot of things in Rise of Skywalker that were predicted. That they, like, I hate to say it, but they, like, retroactively, like, seem to look at a lot of theory. Like, I don't yeah. know if they did, but it seems like they looked at a lot of theories, and you're like, okay, that one, that one, that one. And that's what it is. And like, oh, but okay. I think in the, the age of the internet now... But there's a theory for everything. Exactly. That's the thing. It's, everything's already predicted. It's almost impossible to... I didn't watch the video because it's like 30 minutes long. Yeah. And I can't stand watching one person. Yeah, that's a lot. Explain Mm -hmm. their crazy theory to me. Yeah. But. But yeah, for sure. Every theory on Star Wars is already like. A thing. Yeah. So I do agree. It is like almost impossible to. To not have a video clip of somebody. Saying something. Posting a video saying like. I think 
This is happening. Yeah. Unless it's like a boring theory, I guess. And there's think, probably still videos on Do you think Billy Lord got more screen time because her mother died? Because she had quite a bit of screen time in this movie. I feel like last. she had more in Last Jedi. I think in the... She was I think in, she had quite a bit. I think she... If you look at her screen... I think she was in Force Awakens, and she, she was... She was. Like, blinking, you'll miss her. I don't think so. I and think then she had the second, a couple lines. In the second one, I think she had, like, two lines. And then in this one, she's like, blah, 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 like, talking so much. The crazy thing is, Carrie Fisher, all the, all the time she talks were, like, footage that they had. Yeah, her. Force they Awakens deleted scene. Force Awakens or Last Jedi? Force Awakens. JJ crazy. said they didn't use any Last Jedi footage. It was all Force Awakens. Crazy. Yeah. That's great. What were they, they doing? In the- they had a whole scenes, I guess. That they, they had just- whole scenes that are take place in the rainforest. Okay, Billy Lord in the Last Jedi has two minutes and fifteen seconds. Let's see if I can find the other ones. I know Carrie Fisher was only in this movie for like eight minutes. That's still impressive. That's crazy. Like she was in a ton of that movie for for only being eight minutes. Yeah, screen time. I'm saying more significant scenes. I don't know. She was a pretty big deal. She was part of the the rebellion with Poe of like yeah. going against Holdo, but doesn't talk that much. I don't know. I feel I'm like telling she... you, go on Disney Plus, rewatch the Last Jedi, which is now on Disney Plus. I'm saying she's not in the Rise of Skywalker that much, though. She's in it a ton. Mm. She gets shot on the start. I she feel like I, do, I feel with, like a Dar- with, Dominic uh, Monaghan has more screen time than Billy. Crazy. Boy. He has a lot. Yeah, no, he, she's in the same. She's on the screen. Yeah, but he has a lot him. of lines. I'm like, yeah, he's got a lot. I'm of like, dialogue. this guy is too famous. I'm to like, be why do these right two now? people have more screen time than Rose Tico? That makes no sense. Yeah, it's racism. J.J. <laughs> uh, Abrams is a racist, <laughs> <bonkers>. allegedly. <laughs> bonkers to me. You know, he's stoked to be like, I'm working with wherever he is now, Universal or Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, I think. Yeah. He's just like, probably. So. Oh yeah, Warner Brothers because he's like, I'm gonna do a new Superman movie. That's the theory. Yeah, I think he's happy. The Star Wars is a it's a hard place to. It's a dude. Look at the fans. Unless it's tough your out name there. is John Favreau. Oh man, yeah. Even that, people are like, blah. The casuals yeah. are like, blah. And then the yeah. real fans. Are it's like, hard Yay. to know because there's just a lot of hate on the internet. Because I'm, I'm, I my perception is people like the Mandalorian a lot, but there is a lot of hate on it. But like, I think it's not as much hate. As other things, I assume. Yeah. I don't know. It's so hard to tell nowadays because there's so much negative. I'm like shocked by it. It's just like, yeah, there's a lot of it out there. But yeah, Star Wars fans are like probably the worst fans to please because there's, there's, they, they're at the same time what they want to be, which is like crazily diverse and across generations. But that also leads to them being crazy diverse and totally different opinions. Yeah. So it's just like, you just don't see that much hate. You compare it to like Marvel, you don't see like that comparative reaction. So it's like it's it's really weird that it's so you're either one way or the other, and it's. But I think that's just the the screaming because I think we're, we're more like we well, like no, we like them I, all more than than. I like read something. Extreme. I read a review of Empire. Mm-hmm. That came out in the eighties or seven eighty. 80, 1980, yeah. yeah. 
where people are saying, like, this is doomed. Yeah. There's also the perception, too, because we just yeah. assumed they were all glowing reviews of all those movies. Yeah. That's probably not the case. So. Anyways, next week. Should we do top 20? I feel like it's a missed opportunity to not do 20 for 2020. We can do 20 for 2020. Okay, I need to make sure I saw 20 movies this year. <laughs> I think you've seen 20 movies. I'm sure I've seen 20 movies yeah. this year. Okay, well, yeah, let's do top 20. Yeah, new, new, top uh, 20 of 20, we're er, not gonna, 2019. We don't have to do all decade, do we? Anything like that? Ooh, no, it's too hard. <laughs> I know, that's so hard for me to like. Because in this last decade, I was an idiot. <laughs> and I grew up a lot of good to movies. a mature a adult. A lot of good movies. Are there, though? Yes. Iron Man 1 wasn't. That's 2008. Oh, there you go. Not in this decade. That was a great movie. Yeah, but not in this decade. No. You know what came out this decade? Um, Three, four super decisive Star Wars movies. Five Star Wars movies? Yeah, but one of them I think was beloved by all. I don't think that's true. I don't think there's such a thing. Rogue One. I think everyone loved Rogue One. Don't know if that's true. I think the only people really who didn't like it were confused about timeline. When does this <laughs> yeah, take place? Like, Why did they go back in time? <laughs> they tell you a million times. Oh, that was a fun theory where people thought that Palpatine was gonna impregnate Ray and send her back in time, and she was gonna be. Shmeen. I like that theory. <laughs> I, I, you told me that theory, and I was like. I actually like that. It's so bonkers, it's but I really like it because it's just so weird. And it involves time travel. It, it involves brings, time travel. I was like, everything deserves time travel. And they have... We got it. To be in fair, a, they have time travel in Rebels. There you go. It already exists. But like, there's just so many things in the cartoons they're never going to put in the movies. Yeah. Like, I can't see them ever putting time travel in a movie. Maybe yeah. in a TV show. We got yeah. it in the MCU and that was a reach. Yeah. That is like, I don't see them going to that well again. Definitely not this year. Like, they're not... <laughs> not this year for sure. Black Widow. They're like, time travel. And you know what? Well, people are theorizing that Taskmaster is Hawkeye. I don't buy it. Doesn't and I'm like, it sense. makes no sense. That doesn't make any sense. He's like under house arrest or whatever. My theory, though, Unless is... Taskmaster's just in the past scenes or whatever. Yeah. It's still stupid. That doesn't make any sense. No, because you see the um, David Harbour's character fight Taskmaster. Oh, you do. But is it young David Harbour or old? Old David Harbour. Okay. I have a Maybe theory about Asian, Wonder Woman that um, Chris Pine's character is mm -hmm. Pedro Pascal. Maxwell Lord? Yeah. And he uses the crystal mm -hmm. to turn into Chris Pine's character. Oh. Or right. he's involved with the return of Chris Pine's Yeah, Steve I'm Trevor. sure that's true. Whether he's him or not. I think he is, and that's why he has the blonde hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's putting on masks. <laughs> yeah, it's the blonde hair is, a, is an effect of him. It's like, I only wear masks now. No, it's like the transformation didn't fulfill, or like <laughs> he's a little bit of Chris, uh, Steve Trevor is stuck. But is it Steve Trevor, like, does Steve Trevor know this? Or is he like, is he like Hulk banner situation where they transform into each other? I, no, I think he turns into him and he's playing stupid. He's playing, okay. He's like, I don't know what this is from the 50s. <laughs> it's all about like, if they want to stick into their alleged continuity. Yeah. I think, th I think this is... 
because he has that crystal. Yeah. And there's a scene in the trailer of him <laughs> holding the crystal. Yeah. Really powerfully, like a like a person in Venice Beach or something. Anyways. All right. I'll buy that. On Netflix, a ton of stuff. Lots of things. 21, uh, Cinderella Story, American Beauty, Catch Me If You Can, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which is crappy. That's the bad one. Yeah, Willy Wonka is the one you want. Yeah, Chasing Amy, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Chloe, The Circle, City of God, Dinner for Schmucks, Dragonheart, Dragonheart 3, The Sorcerer, Dragonheart, A New Beginning? I don't know if that's four or two. Mm. Drugs, Inc. Season 6, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Free Willy, Ghost Rider, Ghost Stories, Good Girl Season 2, Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle, Hitch, Inception, Instructions Not Included, Julie and Julia, Kate and Leopold, Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2, Kingpin, Kiss the Girls, Messiah, Monster-in-Law, New York Minute, Nisman, Death of a Prosecutor, Pan's Labyrinth, Patriot Games, Saint Seiya Season 4 and 5, Seal Team 6, The Raid on Osama Bin Laden, Shrek Forever After, Strictly Ballroom, Spinning Out, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Movie, The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. What is up with these people not knowing how to put this in order? <laughs> the Naked Gun 2 and a half, The Smell of Fear, The Naked Gun from the Files of Police Squad, The Original Kings of Comedy, The Ring, The Talented Mr. Ripley, Tremors, True Grit, Up in the Air, What Lies Beneath, Wild Wild West, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, that's the one you want to watch, Wyatt Earp, and Yes Man. It seems like they must have gotten like basic movies. They're yeah. like, hey, you want all these movies? They got a bulk. This in is bulk. the contract to sign. <laughs> sign all these movies. Start all of the, the year. movies that people recognize. They're all yours. Yeah. 2020 is a great year for Netflix. <laughs> um, on Disney Plus, America's National Park Season 1, Austin and Alley Season 1 through 4, Billy Dilly's Super Duper Subterranean Summer Season 1, Bugged, which is a short. Continent 7, Antarctica, Season 1. Cool Runnings. Yes, man. Dog Impossible, Season 1. Dr. K's Exotic Animal ER, Season 8. Dr. Oakley, Yukon Vet, Season 7. Dr. T, Lone Star Vet, Season 1. Drain Alcatraz, Drain the Bermuda Triangle, Drain the Great Lakes, Drain the Ocean, World War II, Drain the Oceans, Season 2. Drain the Sunken Pirate City, Drain the Titanic. <laughs> Stop draining things. Drain the Swamp. Um, El Matador, or El Matador. It's a short. First Class Chef's Family Style, Season 1. Hacksaw. Holes. Marvel Rising Secret Warriors Bandle of the Bands. Marvel Superhero Adventures Short, Season 2 through 3. Marvel, 75 Years from Pop to Pulp. Moon Mater, which is short. Muppet Baby Show and Tell, Shorts, Season 2 to 3. One Strange Rock, Season 1. Out There with Jack Randall, Season 1. Randy Cunningham, Ninth Grade Ninja, Season 1 and 2. Red Tails, Rescue Squad, Mater, Soy Luna, Season 1, Spinning, Short, Super Rhino, Short, The Golden Touch, Short, The Lodge, Season 1 and 2, The Proud Family, Season 1 and 2, The Superhero Squad Show, Season 1 and 2, Time Travel, Mater, Short, Tokyo, Mater, Short, Unidentified Flying, Mater, Short, Vampirina, Ghouls, Girls, Rock, Shorts, Season 1, Wild Russia, Season 1, and Year Million, Season 1. Come back tomorrow for America's Sweetheart, this week in movies and now and trailer talk. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Destiny Pizzas. Until next week, grab a slice and enjoy. Goodbye.